0: Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer, Uh, and I certainly thank God for all of his blessings toward me. I don't know about you, but it's another day that the Lord has kept us, and I'm so thankful for his mercy. My brothers and sisters, when you think about what God has done for you, You have so much to praise him for because in spite of yourself, yet God continues to bless you. Listen, I want to open up with a word of prayer. I hope that I have a word for you on tonight. And uh, we're going to pray and then we're going to read a scripture and we're going to move right into the word. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I thank you once again for how you blessed us and brought us to this point. Lord, we're asking that you will look upon us, strengthen us, grant us of your favor. Keep us, O God, in the center of your will. Search our hearts. If you find anything that shouldn't be there, oh God, please take it out. Because we want to be saved and we want to be whole. Bless us now. Bless our going out. Bless our coming in. And God, we shall forever give your name. The praise, the glory, and honor shall be thine in Jesus' name. And we all said, thank God. Amen. For our scripture today. Let's go to the 15th number of psalm. It's just a few verses, but the 15th number of psalm. And it says to us, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that backbiteth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbor, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor, in whose eyes in whose eyes a vile person is condemned. But he honoreth them that fear the Lord, he that sweareth to his own hurt and changeth not, he that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent he that doeth these things shall never be moved may the lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his holy word i'm glad for the word if you love the the word of the lord just put on the screen some clapping hands that I love the Lord. That's what that will say, that we love the Lord and we love the word of the Lord. My friends, I want to go to the Gospel of Luke. I want to talk to you because uh, uh, in this season, I believe that the people of God need to pray. We need to pray more than we've ever prayed before Because we want God to do something in our midst. And so if you go with me to the Gospel of Luke, the 11th chapter and the first verse, you'll find these words recorded. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples say what you will but there is a need to learn how to pray it is a need to be able to pray to God in an intelligent manner but also in a sincere manner it is interesting to note Uh, That following a time spent in prayer, one of Jesus' disciples requested that he teach them to pray as John the Baptist had taught his disciples to pray. Jesus realized by giving them uh, uh, by giving to them and to us a model prayer oftentimes called the lord's prayer uh, he we We would find that some things would happen uh, that would cause us to move away from that model prayer. In reality, it is a pattern for the disciples to follow as they offer their prayers. And 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 I wonder today, are you guilty of neglecting the closet prayer? Mm. Uh, you know, it is not true that all of us need to join with, uh, uh, I believe his name was Albert Ritz, uh, who placed in poetic form his prayer, teach me to pray. But let us join in singing perhaps or making mention in our minds of this prayer hymn. Uh, The first uh, petition in stanza one was, teach me to pray, Lord, teach me to pray. And of course, that is the first verse of this 11th chapter of Luke. If you move down to the 6th chapter of Luke and the 12th verse, you'll see, and it came to pass in those days that he went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. Uh, That's what we call today as a shut-in. We don't have uh, many shut-ins because uh, uh, we have people go home to their houses. But at that time, Jesus went to the mountain to pray. He spent the whole night in prayer. He spent the whole night in prayer. I don't know about you, but sometimes... uh, My whole night is spent in prayer because I'm seeking what God will say to me. Go with me to the ninth chapter of Luke, the ninth chapter of Luke, and let's look at the 28th verse, Luke chapter nine and verse 28. And it came to pass about an eight days after these sayings, he took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to pray. Let's go, let's go over to the 22nd chapter of Luke. Let's start at, I'm just making a, a, a foundation for uh, that it is important to have a prayer life. You've got to pray. Uh, the old folk used to say, if you pray, you'll stay. And if you don't pray, you ain't gonna stay. So you need to have a prayer life. In the 22nd chapter of Luke, uh, let's start at the 39th verse. And he came out and went as he was wont to the Mount of Olives and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, pray that ye enter not into temptation you know a lot of times we pray uh, uh that we will overcome temptation and maybe it's the same thing but jesus said pray that ye enter not into temptation look at the 41st verse and he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast and kneeled down and prayed saying father If thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, strengthening him. How many of you believe that if you pray, you'll get an answer? Uh, And look at the 44th verse. And being in an agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was as it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. And when he rose up from prayer and was come to his disciples, he found them sleeping for sorrow. Huh? My brothers and sisters, can't you stay a while? He found them asleep and they were overcome with sadness that's what that scripture means that they were sad go with me to the fifth chapter of Hebrews I want to show you something because if you pray you can overcome some of your emotions that you don't want to deal with prayer prayer helps us to get through some difficult periods Hebrews the fifth chapter the seventh verse who in the days of his flesh When he had offered up prayers and supplication with strong cryings and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared. During during, uh, Jesus' life on the earth, he prayed to God. And he prayed to God because he realized Jesus, watch this, you you may not have heard this before, but I'm going to say something. Jesus had faith in his father, God. He had faith in him and he prayed and pleaded with a loud voice and crying. And he was heard because of his devotion to the one that he believed could bring him up. Ah, are you hearing me? He was, he, he was heard because of his devotion to God. Now, teach me, Lord, teach me to pray. Go with me to the 10th number of Psalm and the 17th verse. The 10th number of Psalm and the 17th verse. Lord, thou hast heard the desire of the humble. Thou wilt prepare their heart. Thou will cause thine ear to hear. Lord, you have heard the desire, what this scripture says, of the oppressed people. You encourage them. You pay close attention to them. Have you ever been in a place where you felt that you were in a position that you wasn't going to make it out? Have you ever been in a place where you felt that everything was against you? uh, The Bible tells us in this 10th number of Psalm and the 17th verse, uh, you, God, encourage the people who are down. Every now and then I need some encouragement. Is there anybody there that'll say I need some encouragement? If you need some encouragement, just type in the chat that I need some encouragement, encouragement, encouragement can come from the Lord. And so Psalm 19, go over there to Psalm 19. I'm I'm getting, I'm getting here. And uh, in Psalm 19, you have to present yourself in a particular place where God will be, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Delighted to hear you. Look what the look what the psalmist said in that 19th number of psalm in the 14th verse. He said, Let the words of my mouth, hallelujah, and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Lord, Please, this is what the, uh, uh, the 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 psalmist is saying. Oh Lord, please, what I pray to you, let it let it be acceptable. Don't don't turn me away, oh Lord, because you are the one that I have confidence in. You are my rock in a weary land. You are my shelter in a time of storm. Lord, don't turn me away. Hear what I'm saying. Amen. Is there anybody there that'll say you want the Lord to hear what you are saying? Praise God. Let's go to the eighth chapter of Romans. I want to show you something I want to show you something because uh, uh, sometimes if we're not uh, and, and it's nothing that we really do to get ourselves in this predicament sometimes sometimes the vicissitudes of life will put you in a place where uh, you feel like I'm just down I can't make it and, and I'm swamped with the cares of this life go with me to Romans 8 and 26 and see what it says likewise the spirit The spirit, hallelujah, also helpeth there's that ETH again continues to help our infirmities. In other words, the spirit helps us when we are weak the spirit helps us in our weakness because look what the bible said for we know not what we should pray for as we are you ever been there have you ever been there where you didn't know what to pray for the devil was messing with you you didn't know whether to pray that God would kill your enemy or set him aside or save him or you didn't know what you didn't know what to pray you didn't know whether that you wanted to be healed where you'd ready to go to heaven. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't know. So the Bible says that the spirit also helpeth our infirmity for we know not what we should pray for as we are, but the spirit itself maketh, continues to make intercession for us with groanings, which cannot be uttered, but the spirit intercedes along with our groans good God Almighty that cannot be expressed in word I'm getting happy in here by myself let me stop let's go to the 27th verse and he that searcheth you see all these ETHs they keep on searching the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Hallelujah. You ought to praise God that somebody, uh, the the spirit can intercede, the spirit can make intercession for you when you don't know what to do. Hallelujah. That's why it's good to have the Holy Ghost. Uh, Somebody type on the screen and say, I'm glad I got the Holy Ghost. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I'm going to shift here. I'm going to shift here. And I want you to go to the book of James, the fourth chapter. Uh, You know, because um, sometimes you don't have the things you want because you don't pray them you don't pray the right prayer you do not sometimes that's why I, that's why I'm saying in my opening that you uh, need to ask God to teach you to pray you, because sometimes go with me to the fourth chapter of James hallelujah the fourth chapter of James let's look at the second verse I want to show you something here it says ye lust And have not. Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war. Uh, 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 yet ye have not because ye ask not. Watch this. Ye ask, receive not because ye ask amiss that ye may consume it upon your lust. There are some things that people, and listen, you you ain't gonna like me for saying this, but don't be praying uh, that God will give you sister Sheard for your wife. That's my wife. That's off. See, that's why you ain't got no business. You don't, see, you don't even know what to pray for. <laughs> Praise God. You don't know what to pray for. That's some, that's some off stuff. You want what you, see, you want what you don't have. So the Bible says in this verse, you commit murder. You, 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 you're determined to have things that you cannot get and you want these things you quarrel and fight you don't have the things you want because you don't uh, you, you, you don't know what you're doing. You're off. See, so the spirit of delusion will cause you to start wishing for something or praying for something that you ain't got no business praying for. Uh, just somebody type on the screen and say, sat down, sat down, sat down. So the, the third verse, in the third verse, it says, when you pray for things, you don't get them because you want them for the wrong reason. Oh, my God. So so you you want them for your own pleasure. You don't want them for the glory of God. And that's why you ain't going to get nothing. I know that's bad English. Go tell my English teacher Uh, uh, you ain't going to get nothing because you want them for the wrong reason. But here is what you got to do because the devil will get you at weak moments. And the devil will cause you to have all these crazy ideas and and all of this crazy thing. And and what we're trying to do is get you to a place where you learn how to pray the right prayers and have the right motives and, and, and have a good spirit about what God is getting ready to do in your life or what you need God to do in your life. So let's go over to Jude. Jude, 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 Jude. There's only one chapter in Jude. But go to the 20th verse and look what Jude, look what the book of Jude says. It said, but ye, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Pray with the Holy Ghost's help. If you pray with the Holy Ghost's help, you won't be praying these off prayers. Oh, Lord. You won't be praying, praying these old off prayers, talking about I, 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 want Bishop's car. No, you want a car like mine. You don't want my car. See, that's covetousness. I want, I want Karen Clark to be my wife. You, you, you just off. You just old off. Are you crazy? You need help. You need help, praise God. Now, I long to know, uh, watch what I'm getting ready to say. I long to know, and having the Holy Ghost will help me. I long to know the will of God, and I want to know his way. You see, when you start praying like that, something happens. Now, go with me over there to the 12th chapter of, uh, of Romans, the 12th chapter of Romans now. uh, 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 The apostle Paul says in this, I beseech you therefore brethren, brethren, brethren in many cases, Brethren means brothers and sisters. That's why they say brethren. Uh, Brethren, by the mercies of God that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. I don't know where we got as a living sacrifice. That ain't what the Bible said. The Bible said that ye present your bodies uh, a living sacrifice. That, that, That means that you are supposed to be to the glory of God. Hallelujah, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. I encourage you, said Paul, to offer your bodies a a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice dedicated to God and pleasing to him. And this kind of worship is appropriate if you get to know God, if you get to know God. If you get to know God, you'll understand that this type of relationship, this type of of, of position is important for you to be successful in your walk with Christ. It is is important that you get to know. You know, people come to church and, 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 and they don't know how. They don't know how to worship God. They just come in and they sit around and they watch to see what other people do. If you get a relationship with God, we won't have to tell you how to worship. Hallelujah. If you get a relationship with God and start making things that are going to be advantageous to your walk with God, you'll see that your relationship will improve and the things in your life will improve as well. Go with me to second uh, Corinthians Second Corinthians, the fifth chapter, the fifth chapter. And uh, let's see. Uh, um, Let's look at the 20th verse, the 20th verse. Um, I don't know how much time I got, we're we're moving on. But uh, it says, now then, we are ambassadors Christ. I need to ask somebody that is watching today, are you an ambassador for Christ? And so we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us, said the scripture. We pray you in Christ's stead be ye reconciled. To God therefore we are Christ's representative an ambassador uh, to the UN of, from the United States represents the United States that ambassador listen to what I'm getting ready to say that ambassador has to be very 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 careful that when he goes or she goes to the United Nations that they say, exactly what our country head would have them to say. You know, you can't go to, as an ambassador, you can't go to the UN and start saying something crazy. You can't represent us saying something crazy. And so, as ambassadors or crisis representative because we have been chosen or called to do this, the Paul said, "We beg you, on behalf of who you represent. Watch this to become reunited with God, His Father. Now, come on now, makes sense here. Go over there to the sixth chapter, same book, Second Corinthians, sixth chapter. Watch this. We then." As workers together with him, you can't be Christ's ambassador if you're working against him. So we are workers together with him. We beseech you, in other words, we beg you also that ye receive not the grace of God in vain. Don't let God's kindness be wasted on you. Oh my God, don't let it be wasted on you. I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere, somebody type on the screen and say he's going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. Go go with me to the book of Ephesians. I want to talk to you about what Paul said to the church at Ephesus, those persons who were uh, in the in the church and uh yet they needed some instruction you need to know that just because you gave your life to christ on sunday doesn't mean that you don't need to come to church anymore i'm gonna just live right uh away no you need instructions you need instruction because you are off right now you need instruction but let's go to ephesians the fourth chapter and the first verse. It said, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. Paul said, I am a prisoner of the Lord, and I encourage you to live the kind of life which proves that God has called you. You know, you you know, you see a child when they act up in public, and you want to know, has their parent taught them anything at home? Don't get out here, you know, don't get out here acting a fool fool. When my children were real young, uh, I found out uh, that uh, uh, Kiara and Jay Drew had a fight in the front of the church uh, at, at Bailey Cathedral. And I'm like, Ew. What do you mean you had a fight? And so uh, we got them real good. We got them. Don't you go out here acting like I ain't taught you better than this. Don't go out here embarrassing me. Go out out here acting like you from Zulu or somewhere. Sit down. Praise God. All right. That's enough of that. All right. Go with me to 1 Thessalonians. 1 Thessalonians. The fourth chapter. Uh, Watch this. The fourth chapter, let's start at the beginning of this chapter and then I'm going to cover something and then I think I'm going to uh, uh, shut down for this evening. Uh, Okay, Uh, the fourth chapter and the uh, what is this? I want to start at the first verse. It said, furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus that as ye have received of us, how ye ought to walk and to please God, so ye would abound more and more. Now, what what does this mean? First of all, the, as Paul talks to the uh, 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 the saints at Thessalonica, he says, "Because of uh, uh, the Lord, we ask you and encourage you to excel in living a God." pleasing life you have been called out of darkness into this marvelous light now we are asking you to live a life to excel in living the life that is pleasing even more than you already do. Don't say, I got this and sit back and relax. No, no, you're supposed to keep on improving. That's why I keep telling people that sanctification is a process. It says I'm better today than I was yesterday and tomorrow I'm gonna be even better. Next week I'll be better. A month from now I'll be better. A year from now I'll be better because we're excelling in living for God. And so he said, Paul said to the saints at Thessalonica, uh, do this because this is what we taught you. Don't act like you don't know that you're supposed to do that. Don't, don't you know, it kind of reminds me of a, a brother when, um, uh, that my grandfather told me and said that uh, they found out uh, some of the saints uh, went by his house and they say he saw him sitting on the porch just drinking beer. He's sitting out there just bringing, he was a deacon. He's sitting on the porch just drinking beer, and just drinking, He, I mean, he just having a good time, talking and drinking beer, saints come by, and he waving at him, and he drinking beer. And so he went and told my grandfather, he was the pastor, and so my grandfather went by his house, and, uh, and there he was, sitting on the porch, just drinking beer, drinking beer. And so my grandfather, you have to know, my grandfather was about six, four, and then Dick, a stout man, and he went up to the port And now, Deacon, he said, how you doing? And he said, fine, fine, Pastor, fine, fine. And he said, what you doing? And he said, oh, just having a beer. And he said, you know, we don't drink beer. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know. What do you mean you didn't know? Have you been coming to Bible class? Have you been, have you heard the gospel? What what do you know? You you don't know what your ministry is teaching. Shame on you if you don't know what the ministry that you are part of is expecting of you as, as it pertains to their teaching. Listen, my brothers and sisters, you may not do what we teach, but you cannot say you didn't know. Oh, my God. And so Paul says to the church at Thessalonica, he said, he said, do what we've asked you the way we taught you, my Lord. Let's skip down to the 10th verse. And indeed, you do it toward all the brethren which are in all Macedonia. But we beseech you, brethren, that ye increase more and more. And more. In fact, you are showing love to all the saints throughout the province of Macedonia, but we encourage you as believers to excel in love even more. Amen. Now, let's go to the Psalm 116. I'm closing now. Psalm 116 and 12, 12th verse, very familiar passage of scripture. It says, what shall I render unto the Lord for all my God, his benefits toward me? How can I repay uh, the Lord for all the good things that he has done for me? Praise the Lord. Think about it. How you going to do it? How are you going to do it? I hope that you will find a way to repay God for all of the blessings that he has bestowed upon you. I'm going to close there. And I'm, gonna, I'm not through with this. We're still dealing with uh, teach me to pray. Our next, our next Bible class uh, will be a continuation of this will be a continuation but I'm going to uh, I'm going to shut down for tonight. I didn't want to go too long and I may have gone longer than you anticipated that I was going to go but nevertheless, uh, I hope that you were uh, ing- uh, ingratiating toward me and received the word and put up with me for these last few fleeting moments. let's pray, dear God, I thank you I thank you. For my brother, for my sister, I thank you for them coming on this broadcast and witnessing the word of the Lord as you have given to your servant. I pray now that they will not only be hearers of your word, but doers of your word as well. Keep us in the center of your will, and God will be so careful to give your name. The praise, the glory, and honor shall be thine. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. Listen, I want to challenge you to sow a seed into this fertile ground. This is fertile ground. This ground is anointed. I want you to sow a seed. I would that you would get that seed and sow it. Listen, if you're going to mail it in, you can mail it in to Greater Emmanuel Institutional Church at 19190. Schaefer Highway. That's Bishop J. Drew Sheard Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. <clears throat> Detroit, Michigan. Four eight two three five. Or you can give it PayPal. That's PayPal at geicojic.org. Or you can give on GiveLify. Search for Greater Emmanuel uh, Institutional Church. Make sure you see our church logo. And then, of course, uh, you can always give on Cash App. Cash App, that's dollar sign, G-E-I Kojic 1. Or you can give securely in our G-E-I app, or you can give by texting to give at 28950. And then type in G-E-I Offer, a space, the dollar amount, and then press send. I'm gonna pray over your seed, and I'm so thankful that you are with me on tonight. I appreciate you sharing with me for these few fleeting moments, and I pray a special prayer on you that God will continue to bless you. Bless now, God, these seeds that we will sow into this fertile ground, cause them to multiply, not only for the sake of ministry but for the sake of our personal lives. And we shall be so careful to give your name. The praise, the glory, and honor shall be thine in Jesus' name. And everyone said, thank God, amen. Here I go again, believing God. Come on, here I go again, believing God. God bless you, and now may the grace of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost, rest, rule, and abide henceforth now and forevermore. And we all said amen. God bless you. I love you with the love of the Lord.